You are tuned into the Dr. Tina Show with Dr. Tina Moore. For more, visit drtina.com. On this episode of the Dr. Tina Show, I'm going to be going over my winter crud cheat sheet. So let's jump in. I've never been big on skincare, but recently started getting more serious as the signs of aging are definitely showing. I've recently started using an incredible skincare line and I'm excited and wanted to share with you. The past few years, my skin has been doing this annoying combo between an allergic prickly heat rash and a perimenopausal rosacea and it drives me nuts. My buddy Andy Nilo owns a skincare line and so I reached out to him for help. Andy is the best dude and he kindly sent me a big box of products to try and let me just say, wow, I am in love with Alatura skincare. Each and every product from Alatura is a game changer for my skin. The products feel amazing and my skin is calm and clear again. Alatura is handcrafted natural skincare. Their mission is simple, to provide customers a skincare wellness experience with products made of superior natural ingredients packed with nutrients, minerals, and natural growth factors. Alatura is the skincare line I've been looking for and it checks all the boxes. It's all natural, cruelty-free, non-toxic, non-GMO, and as organic as possible. Listeners of the Dr. Tina Show can now save 20% off your first order by heading to alatura.com. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com. And be sure to use code Dr. Tina at checkout for the discount or simply click the link in the show notes. You're going to love it. Have you been looking for an in-home infrared sauna? Look no further. I've done the research for you and I found the one. My sauna of choice is by Sunlighten. They've got 23 years in the business Their quality is unmatched. They are directly involved with each unit from production, process, start to finish. Their heater quality, it's like surround sound of infrared heat. It feels delicious and not all infrared heat is the same. They've got ultra low EMFs. I know you guys ask about that a lot. It is third-party tested and proven. They've got options for everyone from portable units to walk-in box saunas. You can save up to $600 off your purchase right now when you use the link in the show notes and you mention my name, Dr. Tina. I hope you enjoy your new sauna. It's the best biohacking tool I can think of for walking into winter. Every fall, I start preparing myself for winter because I have a long-standing history of getting horrifically ill with upper respiratory viruses, that turning into a pneumonia, usually some kind of walking pneumonia, and me being laid out sick. So the past few years, I haven't had to deal with any of that, and I'm going to share with you how. I have biohacked my way into not getting nearly as ill as I used to. Now, all this to say, I am not your doctor. This is not medical advice. I'm simply sharing my experience and what I've done because I am intimately aware of how secondary bacterial infections like to latch on to upper respiratory viruses and they usually just hammer me. So nothing that I'm about to share with you should be construed as medical advice. You do you. Definitely always seek out the experience and input from your trusted healthcare providers. Hopefully you all have one. I know that's harder these days to find one that we trust, but definitely consult with your health practitioner. Um, I'm just sharing with you what I do. And I have put it all together in this nice little cheat sheet that you can download. I will put the link available in the show notes. You can get your own copy of my winter crud cheat sheet to follow along with. All you have to do is head to drtina.com forward slash winter is coming. And 
you can just put in your name and email. It will send you this right away in your email and you can follow along. So nothing I am telling you here is to prevent, treat, or cure anything. I am simply sharing with you my own experience. I am not your doctor. I want to fully disclose this. So talk to your doctor. All righty. So we're going to start with the most obvious. Rule number one, always be prepared. It is so easy to get sick and get behind the curve. And that is absolutely the wrong way to handle it. I've been there multiple times. I remember being a single mom, being sick, getting hit with something out of the blue. Sometimes things progress very quickly. You don't know which way is up. And next thing you know, you're behind the ball. Something I noticed with COVID and I have actually seen with other viruses, but more importantly with COVID was it it creates a tremendous sense of apathy once it grabs you. So if the fever itself isn't bad enough, you get this overwhelming apathy. So the problem with this apathy is you suddenly quit caring and it almost feels like your head is disassociating from your body. And I think that's where people get into trouble. And that can happen early on. It seems to happen a few days in when you're worn out and the fever's you know really doing its thing. I am a huge fan of fevers, by the way. I don't ever try to stifle them unless they get too high. That's around 105, but again, not medical advice. That's just what I do for me and my family. Talk to your doctor. Fevers are there to help you rid yourself of whatever it is that's got you. So your body induces a fever so that it can burn off the invader. If you can't mount a fever, that's a bad sign. It means your vitality is low. I've been there. I used to live that way. I think I spent most of my life without the ability to mount a proper fever, but I definitely don't try to quelch them. Talk to your doctor about what's safe, but there is a cutoff for me and my family. And that's when we you know, decide we got to take extra measures to get the fever down. But usually things don't get that bad and we invite a fever, we welcome it. But when this apathy's kicked in and you're completely worn out, it's easy to lose track of what's going on and it's easy to lose track of what you're supposed to be doing. So this is what I do and this is what I highly encourage you to do. I have been sharing this cheat sheet for a few years now and I've gotten dozens and dozens of messages from people who've downloaded it and said, I did what you said. I got my plan together. I put my bin together. I'm going to talk to you a minute what you want inside that bin. But when you get sick, you should be able to just grab a bin. It has everything you need and it's got the cheat sheet in it along with whatever written out instructions you have. I think it's really important to make a plan ahead of time. Again, we want to stay in front of the curve. So we want to have all of the supplements that we need. We want to have all the medications that we plan on taking. We want everything in the bin ready to go. So all we have to do is set our alarm on our phone on what times we're going to take things and that's it. You can go into autopilot then and you can hopefully have an easier time about it. So lots of messages from people saying they did this and it was a game changer. One lady told me she's got a bin for each of her teenage kids that are away at college. This is the plan. So have a plastic bin. I know where my bin is. I always keep it stocked. I restock it after every illness. And I've been doing this for a while now. There's absolutely no reason why you can't too. I've got, my daughter has it in a brown paper bag. My mom has a brown paper bag. Everybody gets restocked. Hopefully they let me know what they used up, but we try to make sure that this is smooth sailing. That way I don't have to pack all my stuff over to their house. They have what they need. They have their bin, if you will. They have their plan. My bin is a little bit more organized and probably thorough, but 
you know, you get the drift. Have everybody in your life that you love in different households have their bins. Make sure their bins are stocked. Just trust me on this. It makes life so much easier. If you are planning on having medications on hand, get a hold of somebody who will prescribe those ahead of time and put them in your bin. Meaning if you're looking for some of the things that were popular, uh, popularized during COVID, which have been shown to have great efficacy on multiple studies at this point, the ivermectins, the hydroxychloroquines. This is not fringe science anymore. We have our gold standard, double-blind, controlled placebo study. We, we know that it works. So you can find different practitioners online, different organizations like the FLCCC. I've included the link here to find providers. You can get an appointment with them and you can get the medications you need. You can get all the supplements you need. You can put in a couple extra things that I'm going to share with you and then you just pull it out and go. So anyway, I have a handwritten bullet point listed note of what I want to pay attention to and what I want to make sure I don't miss inside my bin. I have the names of some of my friends that I know I can call. I have lots of smart doctor friends. So I always let a few of them know right away, hey, I'm sick and this is what's going on. So then they usually check in with me and they make sure that they keep ties on me and what I'm doing so I don't tank out. I did that when I was living alone, but I encourage it even now, even, you know, because you don't know if you're the person you're living with, your partner, your husband, whatever, your kids are going to get sick as well. So have a touch point outside of the family that you're like, hey, I definitely am coming down with something. Can you check in on me? And that way they know just to check with you. And if you start getting a little wonky, <laughs> they can they can keep tabs on that. I put the dosing schedule for all of the things that I plan on taking on my phone, like I said, and I set the alarm each time so that it notifies me it goes off and I just have to get up from my fever induced stupor and go take my supplements. I also actually, if I have the energy, I will get out a couple ramekins on the first day. As I feel myself going down, I'll get out ramekins and I will put out a couple days worth of supplements I need. And that way I can just grab them and go. So I'll just pre-dose them into these ramekins. And I did this for my daughter when she last had COVID. I went to her house and I gave her probably three days worth three times a day dosing, three days worth of supplements. So all she had to do, and I marked them all. So all she had to do was pour them in her hand and take them, right? That makes things much easier while you're feeling like you have some bandwidth. I know that for myself, my lungs are my weak spot and I know that they get hit hard. You have to know where your weak spots are. I'm sure all of you, now that I'm asking you to think about it, no. Some of us, it's our sinuses. Some people fall to sinus infections very quickly. Some people fall to lung infections very quickly. Just be aware of what your weak point is and make sure you kind of keep track of that because things can go from bad to worse pretty quickly. I think one of the major problems we have had with COVID that no one's talking about is that there's obviously a secondary bacterial infection that comes with these upper respiratory viruses. We know this from the flu. We know this from others. And yet it was never talked about. And I think that's what's getting people. I think this secondary bacterial infection is latching on. I actually think last winter, it was definitely mycoplasma walking pneumonia. I, that, I'm going to put money on that because the cough, the deep, heavy cough was setting in quickly for people. And we want to make sure that we stay in front of that. So I have everything I need for my lungs 
prioritized is my point. If it's your sinuses, then we're going to prioritize nasal lavage. If it's your musculoskeletal system, then you want to have something planned out for that that isn't a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory because if you take ibuprofen, you're going to shut down your fever. So it's a it's a balance game, right? Do, a, a, of course, what your health practitioner says to do, but we, if some people really get the musculoskeletal manifestations of stuff and they feel terrible and they start pounding ibuprofen for the pain, but they're really kicking, you know, shooting themselves in the foot, I should say. I, again want to emphasize to have a couple people prioritized that are on your sick list that you're going to reach out to. So I always have two to three people that I immediately text and say, hey, I am coming down with this. Even though I have a husband in the house and you know he's usually sick with me, but I make sure that these folks know and I check in with them regularly as well. So I try to make it a point to check in with them every single day, tell them how I'm doing. This really helps it really, really helps. They may send you food. They may make sure to ask you, hey, are you eating? Uh, Whatever it is, but have a few touch points and a few friends because it'll keep you accountable to staying in reality. And again, when the apathy kicks in, it's really easy to to flop out of reality and, and just sort of drift off. So there's a couple things that I suggest and I have them all on my Amazon store. I will put the link in the bio to my Amazon influencer store, but they're also on this cheat sheet. So remember, you can get this cheat sheet at www.drtina.com forward slash winter is coming. And when you click on any of these, it'll take you to the place to buy and you'll get you'll get sent right to it. So one of the things I like to have on hand is some kind of lung exerciser. These are usually very inexpensive, $20 or less for basic ones. And the one I like is you have a dial on it. You can dial up or dial down the intensity. I actually keep it on the lowest intensity and I work that thing probably two to three times a day, maybe just a breath or two even, not the full... Um, they, they tell you how to do it if you're a high level athlete. I'm not going for that. I'm not trying to like hold my breath for 20 minutes underwater. I'm just trying to make sure that I exercise my lungs with a little bit more resistance than what my diaphragm is going to give me. So I do use a lung exerciser. I absolutely love it. I think it's a great tool. Get one for each person in your family and mark them so they're all separate. Oxygen cans are very helpful. I have an oxygen tank because I had a couple of them left over from when I was in clinical practice. I took one to my parents' house. My daughter has the oxygen cans. They're just big cans like you get when you travel to a mountainous region like Sedona. You can find them in the drugstores there, but you can also get them off Amazon. You can go through this link and it'll take you right there. But I love having these around. Having the ability to oxygenate yourself quickly in a pinch is a real winning pearl because when you can't breathe and your oxygen starts to dip out, the panic button in your brainstem goes off and you actually end up having a harder time getting a full breath. It's a, of all the systems in the body, that is the one that I don't understand. Most of the, I would say all the systems in the body aside from this one to me are just genius. But this particular one, when your carbon dioxide gets too high and your oxygen gets too low, you end up hyperventilating and it's it's problematic. So you end up with less oxygen in the end. So have some oxygen cans on hand. You can huff, you just press a little lever, put it up to your face, huff a few breaths of oxygen throughout the day. Do it regardless of whether you are air hungry or not, because it's going to keep your brain working better. The next item to have is a pulse ox. This is absolutely a must 
specifically if we're dealing with COVID, we want to make sure our oxygenation levels are not dipping too low. And so this is a little unit that goes on your finger and you hold still and it tells you what your pulse is and it tells you what your oxygenation is in your capillaries. We want to keep that up. There are some panic numbers that you can read about, but I will tell you if it dips below 90, I would be concerned. So some of the other literature you'll read will say, oh, if it dips below 87 or 85. For me, 92 is where the red flags are. 90, I am very concerned and I am not happy about that. So pulse ox, definitely have one. I made sure every, well, every person in my family has all of these actually, but I made sure right when COVID was making its way overseas, I got everybody a pulse ox. Something else I think is very helpful is a hat. I have my sick hat, if you will, my quote unquote sick hat. It is a self-warming hat with a special kind of fleece in it that warms up your head. And I am a firm believer of keeping your head warm when you're sick. It's it's a thing. There's Chinese medicine around this. In Chinese medicine, you would wear a scarf as well. We don't want wind invasion as they call it. So we don't want a cold breeze on us. But if you're sitting in your house and there's a draft and you're sick and you're fighting a fever, you're going to want your head warm. So I don't take the darn hat off the whole time I'm sick except to shower. And then I wash it in between illness. But I'm telling you, these self-warming hats and socks as well, keep your feet warm. Keep your feet warm, keep your head warm. Keep your feet warm, keep your head warm. Trust me on this. You will uh, appreciate me later, but at all times, these need to stay warm when you're ill. The next thing I think is very helpful is Vicks VapoRub. This is a really undervalued tool, and I think it is miraculous. <laughs> um, you're stuffed up, your chest is congested, Rub that on your chest, rub it under your nose, you know, above your lip and have someone rub it on your back. You're going to open up and it's going to help. So I'm a big, big fan of Vicks VapoRub. I think a foam roller is a helpful item to have. And this is because we want to mechanically keep those lungs open. Um, it's really easy when you're sick to kind of get, you know, curled up, especially when we don't feel well, we curl into fetal position. It's just a very... Uh, visceral reaction. And I think it's absolutely critical for chest expansion and to open yourself up. And so a foam roller is very helpful for not only rolling out other parts of your body, the aches and pains that come with being sick, but truly just rolling your thoracic spine. In chiropractic medicine, we adjust the thoracic spine when people are sick because getting nervous input into the viscera of the chest cavity is important. And because we want that nervous system feeding the lungs appropriately, right? We want to keep things on, if you will, working. So a foam roller is a way to do that at home. And big, big fan of the soft ones. They, the softer, the better, actually. The hard ones with all the bumps and everything, I think can, well, if you tolerate it, those are very uncomfortable for me. But sometimes those bumps are actually helpful when you're congested. But I think that the white ones that have a little more squish can be more comfortable. I tend to hurt more when I'm ill. And so everything's hypersensitive. And the thought of rolling on a hard, stiff foam roller just sounds really unappealing. But something with a little more squish to it, like the white ones, those tend to really be welcomed and comforting. Sinus lavage. This is 
a non-negotiable. <laughs> this is right up there with the lung exerciser. You've got to have something on hand always to keep your sinuses open because if it starts to turn into a sinus infection, things get really uncomfortable really fast. And it's hard, hard, hard to keep your head about yourself when your sinuses are full of infection. So I'm a huge fan of having a Neomed squishy, they're like a squishy sinus lavage, having a new one of those on hand because supposedly you're supposed to throw them away after every bout of illness. So I always have a new one on hand. I always have the saline packets that come with it. I also am a huge fan of xylitol packets. There is a company called um, Clear. It's X-Clear. It's X-L-E-A-R. I did a whole podcast with them. You guys can go check it out. Really great episode. But they have a sinus spray, which I think is helpful for sure to have on hand for everybody in the family. I have that as well. But having the xylitol packet, it's a saline xylitol packet. And you put that in your nasal lavage and the xylitol really breaks up the biofilms that start to form. And if you have a biofilm up in your sinuses, it's very difficult to get rid of an infection, even if you do take antibiotics or some some such therapy. So make sure that you have some xylitol packets on hand. You will thank me later. Uh, a nebulizer, another non-negotiable. Everybody in my family has a nebulizer. Every person in the family has their own, I should say every household has a nebulizer. Every person in the family has their own little breathing apparatus. I don't like the face ones as much as I like the little ones that is, it's like a, they call it a cup, but it's like a little cylinder that you pour your stuff into and then you put that in your mouth and you breathe, you breathe through it. I like saline, just plain old saline. I know there's, a, you know, blog posts out there saying, oh, do hydrogen peroxide, do, you know, colloidal silver, all this stuff. I find that stuff really irritating to my lungs and nebulizing saline, normal saline, is so soothing. It's like a balm to your lungs. It's like somebody applying a balm. And so I have included the link to the saline packets and the nebulizer. I think that those little saline packets are just the perfect amount. They're little pink um, individualized. I think they have five cc's in them, but I will do a whole one of those within a day. So I will nebulize that two to three times a day and I'll use one whole packet a day. So make sure you have those on hand too. You can put other stuff in it, but I'm not advising any of that. I know that people have their, they like NAC, they like all this different stuff. I, again, that stuff really does tend to irritate my lungs. I have found that for me, I do put other things in. I'm not going to get into it here because it's different medications and I'm not giving you medical advice, but I'm telling you, the saline nebulized, I have pointed so many people in that direction. When my friends call me, they're sick. They're like, Tina, it's going to my lungs or it's in my lungs. I can't shake it out of my lungs. Or people, you know, patients even that we had on antibiotics and they still couldn't get over the lung infection. Or maybe there's some fibrosis going on. Or it's just long standing and it's hanging on there. Nebulize saline. It's a, that's a pearl for you. A cool mist humidifier. I love the idea of having the air humid in your bedroom, at least where you sleep, but dry air is not only difficult on your mucosal membranes, but dry air is what viruses like to replicate in. So we want to keep the air moist 
and not super dry. And it's really easy to get drier in the winter. I think that's one of the main reasons why we see these seasonally, that we see these viruses come back is because the air dries out in the household. Everyone's got their windows closed up and viruses have an opportunity to really go for it in there. So we want to keep the air moist. We want to humidify. And I think that everybody should have a cool mist humidifier. These are all, if you were to purchase all of these things, you would not find that to be a horrendous expense. And I'm telling you, really good insurance to have in your house and have in your kits. I keep my nebulizer because it's sizable. I keep that and the oxygen cans and all of the bigger things in the same cabinet that the bin's in. <laughs> so I, I know to grab, right? I know what to grab there. Hey guys, I've been using an incredible supplement for brain support and I wanted to share. Rise by Cured Nutrition is a nootropic blend of functional mushrooms, adaptogens, and cannabinoids that will leave your brain firing on all cylinders. It contains a blend of lion's mane, cordyceps mushrooms, rhodiola, ginseng, and broad spectrum CBD. Let me just tell you, I've been using all of these herbs and ingredients for a long time and I love them all. So to have them all in one place is incredible. I initially started taking Rise by Cured Nutrition because perimenopause brain is real and after reading over the label, I was sold. Rise by Cured also contains broad spectrum CBD, which aids in balancing the supplement as many of these nootropic focus supplements can be a bit overstimulating. So including the CBD in there helps avoid this. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you, my listeners of the Dr. Tina Show. You can grab Rise for 20% off by visiting www.curednutrition.com forward slash Dr. Tina and using coupon code Dr. Tina at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com forward slash Dr. Tina and coupon code Dr. Tina to save 20%. The middle-aged middle is no joke. And so I recently reached out to NutriSense about their subscription program utilizing their biosensor to have a look at what my blood sugar was doing in response to the foods I was eating. I noticed that certain foods eaten at certain times of day, along with stress and sleep disruption, all caused all kinds of aberrations to my blood sugar. It was very insightful. And after a month long, I have been able to shed some of that fluff on my tummy. When you embark on a one month subscription with NutriSense, you can save $30 by using code Tina 30 at checkout. You're gonna wanna use the link in the show notes to get there and put that coupon code in at checkout. Get yourself a couple months subscription if you can. I think it's gonna give you insightful information that might just change your life. Each subscription comes with access to their expert dietitians who will help you interpret the data on the very cool app that comes along with it. And the information you're gonna glean from this will truly be life-changing. So here's some other tools I am grateful to have at home prior to the winter season and during the winter season. Now, this is where expenses come in. And I'm not telling you, you have to run out and buy these things, but I am a fan of these and I have found these to be really helpful for me when I was ill, really helpful for a lot of my followers. They have come back again and thanked me for pointing them in the right direction. Number one is a far infrared sauna or near infrared, but some kind of infrared sauna. Why infrared? Now, a dry heat sauna is gonna give you heat, which is wonderful. You're gonna get heat shock proteins. You're gonna get all the benefits of that. And you can listen to all my podcasts I've done on why I love sauna and how I love to sauna and all that jazz. But Infrared actually penetrates about two inches into your body. And so if you can imagine, 
my heaters are on the back panel of my walk-in sauna. I love my sauna by Sunlight and I have a Signature 2 model. It's one of the more basic models. They have really a variety of different kinds. They have a solo. It's called a solo. It's like a half tube and you can lay it out on a bed or on a floor and it telescopes in and you can store it in a closet. But if you lie it down, you can actually lay in it like a tube and it will heat you up with infrared that way. Really wonderful unit. But if the heaters are on my back and I'm leaning against it, you can imagine that that is penetrating into my lungs. It's getting my spine. So it's impacting my nervous system. You guys, we want our nervous systems on when we're sick. Trust me, it says chiropractic 101. Got to have that nervous system working. But the heat is penetrating into my lungs as well. And it's having a sauna that you can get into is a game changer when you're sick. How do you do it? Again, I can't give you medical advice, but this is really a two tolerance game when you're sick. We're not doing any protocols here, guys. We are just getting in, getting warmed up and getting out when we feel like we need to. How hot do you want it? That's all up to you, but slow and low is the game here. I'm really just trying to stoke my immune system and my body into functioning. We have data showing that far infrared saunas protect or infrared saunas in general protect against acquiring pneumonia. So my goal is always to nip that in the bud. (laughs) I don't want it going into pneumonia. So whatever you can tolerate. And when we, Ryan and I, my husband and I got COVID in 2021, that was the Delta variant. It was rough and we used the sauna a lot. We pretty much kept it on and we would just go in. I mean, I remember crawling in there and sitting there for like on the floor where it was cooler. I thought it was cooler anyway, for like five minutes and then crawling out. And then there by, you know, day seven or eight, I was able to tolerate it up to 10 minutes, 15 minutes at different temperatures. And my husband was tolerating different temperatures than I was tolerating. So I'm not giving you any advice on temperatures and duration. This is a two tolerance modality, always whether you're sick or not, sauna is a tool. It's a beautiful, wonderful tool for you to use to stoke your vitality any single time you need it. And you decide the duration and the heat. That is totally contingent on you. And I will tell you from having gone into several infrared saunas, the temperature that the gauge says it is, is feels very different from sauna to sauna. So don't convince yourself that you got to do like 130 or 150 for this many minutes. Like just go in and do what's tolerable and get out. There is a sauna blanket that I love by a company called Higher Dose. And I will, this is linked also on the cheat sheet. The blanket is awesome. If you, you know, it's great, it's portable, it's lightweight. I understand that there are different, um, budgets and there's different space, like you all have different space available or not. And so I think the sauna blanket is great. There's one more that I need to add to this sheet and that is Therasage. The company Therasage has a portable pop-up unit that you sit in with a chair and your head is out of it and you zip it up and it has red light inside. That's an awesome unit as well. I will make sure to link that up. All of these links that you see here are affiliate links and they will save you money. So you save you don't pay any extra, I do get a commission. But the these are all items I use and love. I'm not trying to sell you anything that I don't honestly use and 
utilize all year long. But really when I'm sick, I'm like, oh, thank God I have these. So sauna blanket, pop-up sauna, a little bit more expensive. And then we've got sunlight and we've got the solo unit or the walk-in sauna. Those are all the different options and you know, pick what you will. The blanket is different. The blanket and the pop-up are different in that it's hard to get your head in there. With the pop-up, you can crawl in. I've done that before. I just take the chair out and I sit on the floor and, you know, make sure the little zippers are open enough that you get air. But the the place where your head goes is open. So you'll get air. Um, having your head in the heat is very helpful when you're dealing with an upper respiratory virus. So you decide what is best for you. The next thing I absolutely love is a red light. And it doesn't have to be fancy. Yes, I have a big panel. I sit in front of that. I love it. It sets, uh, gives off infrared heat and red light. I absolutely love it. But BioLite is the company I prefer. I really like the owner. I trust them. Their customer service is good and their product is consistently good. It's third-party tested. It's low in EMFs. It meets, it, you know, checks off all the boxes, but they have some smaller units that are, you know, maybe the size of an iPhone and such. If that's all you can afford, great, do it. You know why? Because you can put those units right up to your chest. And I've got a little Shine unit, the older Shine, they have a new model. I actually prefer the older model and it's on sale. So um, until they're gone and that little unit, man, it's a bit heavy, but I travel with it. And when I'm sick, I put it over my sinuses. I put it over my lungs and my chest. I actually put it over my thymus, which is in your throat because I want to stoke my thymus because I want it to work. I put it over my thyroid so my thyroid doesn't tank out, but I use that little unit and I love it. And it's so popular in my family that I had to give, I gave mine away to my daughter and I had to replace mine. And then I bought one for my parents because it's great when you have an injury. It's great when you're trying to heal a region. I'm telling you that that small unit, I get more use out of the small unit than I do the large panel. So you don't have to spend a ton of money there. I will say that during the winter months, having an air filter is pretty critical because we want to filter out all the congested air. I think it actually keeps the air moving to some degree, but we want a, a HEPA filter. It, you know, if of all the stupid things they did in public health over COVID, which was literally some of it was so dumb, it hurt to see. Like, the dots on the floor, the stickers on the floor that were six feet apart. You understand that was an arbitrary number they just made up and everybody fell for it. Like, just so y'all know, that was literally a made up number. It had absolutely no scientific backing. They were just like six feet. And that became the standard. The plexiglass dividers, like what a joke. And I'm sorry, even the face masks, the... <laughs> the this is the best part was this past summer, the CDC came out and said, face Face masks are not going to protect you from the wildfire smoke because the particulate matter of from wildfires is so small that it will get through the mask. Well, guess how big wildfire particulate is? 2,500 microns. Guess how big the coronavirus is? 20 to 45, I think, microns. So you do the math, but... That makes no sense. So if something a thousand times bigger can or can get through, then I'm guessing something much smaller can get through as well. But uh, the craziest of times, if they had just implemented HEPA air filters or good filtra air filtration systems everywhere, the pandemic 
would have been over so much faster. So this is your cue. Get a HEPA air filter or I like the air filter by Air Doctor, really high quality filters. I have a filter in every single room in my house at this point. Get a good quality air filter so that you significantly reduce your risk for getting sick. If somebody sick comes into your house, hopefully the air filtration system will handle it versus not. If you work somewhere, make sure they have air filtration systems or air filters. If you are going to, like I went to an event recently and it was in a big ballroom and they actually had really high quality air filters in every corner. I was like, hey, these guys are smart, right? That's how you combat an upper respiratory virus that's aerosolized. Some people are asking me about water filters. I know this doesn't directly relate to the winter crud, but I do think having high quality filtered water is important because city water is garbage. All city water across the entire country is garbage, especially the water with fluoride. Fluoride's gonna do a number on your health. So water filtration is kind of 101, stay healthy. So I've included it. The other thing that I've added is a continuous glucose monitor. What does this have to do with being sick? Well, we knew early on from the data coming out of China that those with type 2 diabetes were having a much harder time with COVID. And I have been saying from day one, and I took a lot of slack for this, that being metabolically busted is going to put you at a much higher risk for illness and uh, adverse outcomes with COVID. And Nobody wanted to talk about it, but we have data. I'm looking at a study here from March, 2021, metabolic dysfunction and immunometabolism and COVID-19 pathophysiology and therapeutics. I mean, we have mountains of data showing at this point that yes, I was right. And I'm not saying that to be egotistical, but this should have been something that everybody was hearing from our public health authorities was that if you are metabolically busted and as of 2018, 94% of US adults were, I'm sure it's much worse now, you hear me beat this drum all the time, but metabolic health is really, really critical. And so knowing where you're at is step one. And it's very difficult to do that if you don't know what your blood glucose is doing throughout the day, if you don't know what the foods you preferentially eat are doing to you, if you don't know what your sleep is doing to you, what your stress levels are doing to you. And I think that wearing a continuous glucose monitor for one month at least, at the very least, if you are overweight and you know that you have metabolic dysfunction and or type 2 diabetes, consider three, six, or nine months to be totally honest with you as you're going through the process of healing your metabolic health. But having that data has been so eye-opening for me. And it actually, I was wearing it once as I was catching a cold and it told me my blood sugars just kind of went up across the board. So having a baseline of knowing where your metabolic health is, is step one. And the best way to do that is a trial with a continuous glucose monitor. So I've included my favorite by NutriSense and you can save with the link in the cheat sheet. Now for supplements. Again, none of this is prevention, treatment, or cure. These are the supplements I had taken every fall. I start boning up on them in the fall. I've taken them every fall, winter season since I can remember. This is what I, all my family's on. We've been doing this for years and years and years, long before COVID ever made the rounds. So you can save inside my store. I have all of these in my store, just the basics. I'll go through them really quickly, but you can save 15% with the link in this cheat sheet. So again, go grab the cheat sheet, drtina.com forward slash winter is coming. So you might have to put the www in front of it. All right. So zinc, zinc is a known viral replication inhibitor. That's it. It literally slows the replication down of 
viruses. It is challenging to get inside the body. It is challenging to get levels up high. I'll tell you some of the best zinc sources around are red meat products. Red meat will has a form of zinc that is beef in particular has a form of zinc that is highly bioavailable and it's a really wonderful way to get your zinc up. But I do encourage people to consider in the fall and winter, some kind of supplementation. Please check with your healthcare provider on this because too little zinc isn't gonna get your levels up and too much zinc can actually inhibit your immune system, which a lot of people don't realize. And I have tanked out my immune system with too much zinc. And if you're on zinc for too long, you can start to deplete copper and we don't want that. So really with all of these, check with your healthcare professional, find someone who actually knows supplements. Don't ask your primary care physician who's like, oh, supplements don't matter. Find someone who's good with, maybe it's a health coach, maybe it's a nutritional therapist, somebody that's good with supplements, but working closely to make sure you don't OD on zinc or get too little. 20 to 40 milligrams is generally a very safe dose and I feel comfortable sharing that with people. That's kind of a standard safe dose that you'll see pretty much anywhere on Google, but sometimes people need a little bit more and that's where we want to be monitored or at least working with someone. Vitamin C, can't take too much of that. Vitamin C is water soluble. My mentor used to always say, take a thousand milligrams an hour until you until bowel tolerance, meaning until you get loose stools and then back off by a pill and that's your dose. And that might be low for some and it might be very high for some, but that was his standard way of doing it. My zinc, my vitamin C, both of them are very bioavailable. And my capsules are 1500 milligrams an hour until bowel tolerance back off by one pill. And that's your dose. Vitamin D, this is not actually a vitamin, it's a hormone. And this is definitely one that we want to get with a health professional and make sure we're monitoring. I usually encourage people to get blood test done to see where their vitamin D is at. A fairly safe dose is 5,000 I use with food because it's fat soluble. So we want to eat it with some fat, but that seems to be a very safe dose for people. That's what my product is. It's these tiny little gel caps that are 5,000 I use. And that dose a day is a good maintenance dose. Sometimes I will dose higher for when people are sick or on myself, but I'm not going to give you those dosages. Just make sure you're working with somebody who knows how to use vitamin D. And then lastly, there's three products in my line that I found to be very helpful. I just wanted to share with you really quick. These are proprietary blends. Um, my Relax Tonic, that's my number one selling product. It's a powder. It tastes like cherry Kool-Aid. It's awesome. It's magnesium malate and malate is specific for pain. So there's lots of data to show that malate is helpful with pain and that people who have chronic pain have low tissue levels of magnesium. So malate is a big kind of good general one when I think of musculoskeletal health. And there is GABA in there to calm you down. There is inositol, which is awesome for your immune system, awesome for your hormones, awesome for calming you down. There is um, L-theanine, which is very calming amino acids. So it's a great product. People love it. And it relaxes, you know, magnesium relaxes smooth muscle and smooth muscle is not skeletal muscle. Skeletal muscle is within our control. We can contract our skeletal muscles. Smooth muscle is what lines our arteries, veins, you know, vascular system. It's what lines our bronchioles and our lungs. And so when 
people have asthma and their lungs are clamping down on them, that's their smooth muscle contracting. Magnesium is really helpful for relaxing smooth muscles. So it's really important to get your stores of magnesium up high. And this is just a great way to do it. I have a scoop of this every single night before I go to bed all year long. And I found it to be very calming and soothing when I was uh, sick. The other one is Chill Pill. I love my Chill Pill. My Chill Pill product is so great. If you, my favorite is uh, two Chill Pill, chase it back with Relax Sonic. That's like how I zen out. And I do that every night too. Uh, but it it's great when you, you know, when you're ill, sometimes we can get panicky, especially if we're alone, we can get scared. And so remaining calm and not letting our nervous system go into high gear is pretty critical. And then the last one is Resilience. Resilience is a product for your adrenal glands and it has a little desiccated adrenal in there and some adaptogenic herbs in a really nice blend. I <laughs> I dare say that this was such a duh, obvious moment, but, oh, you know, we know in the naturopathic world, we've, all of us with, you know, any sense understands that post-viral syndrome is real. We've known this for decades. And the one of the cardinal ways we help folks with that is through some kind of adrenal support because we just know when, when you look at the labs of folks who are dealing with some kind of post-viral syndrome, their cortisol tends to be low, abnormally low. And so they're not really, they don't really have the full gumption of their adrenal function. And I just saw a paper probably, I don't know, two weeks ago that came out. It was this novel breakthrough long COVID study. And they were like, did you know that people with long COVID have low cortisol and they're showing some aberrant behavior with their immune system? It's like, no shit. <laughs> Seriously. I sent it to my friend who's an ND who's been treating COVID patients, long COVID patients. I sent it and she herself has um, post-COVID, or I'm sorry, post-viral syndrome from years back from a different virus. And as do I. And I sent it to her and she was, she actually got angry. She was like, this is so ridiculous that it's just taking this long, this many decades for the allopathic community to catch up to this like effing duh moment, you know? So anyway, all that to say, supporting your adrenal glands during is helpful. It helps you keep your reserve up. It helps you keep your resilience up. But supporting your adrenals after any kind of illness, I think is critical because we just get kind of whomped sometimes and people don't feel like they, they're they coming back well. They're not rebounding well. They don't have the vitality they had going in. And so this is where some adrenal support is incredibly helpful. So I love my adrenal product. It's called Resilience and it's it's a good one. Um, how to dose that? I can't give you specifics. I personally just take one to two in the morning and then one in the afternoon. That also tends to help my sleep. So it's a nice product to take throughout the day. All right. One last thing I forgot, my PEMF mat. I have a PEMF mat that's an, it emits infrared heat and it's PEMF and it is by higher dose also. And I freaking love this thing. I save this till the last because this thing saved my life. Um, I don't know if it was the heat or the PEMF or the combo, but I remember feeling so lousy and so bad and then laying down on that mat and within minutes, my nervous system calmed down, my body relaxed, my pain lessened and I felt so much better. And then I got my husband on it because I'm like, man, you got to try this because he got much sicker than I did in 2021. So put him on it and he loved it too. And so we were just swapping back and forth, like who was going to use the PEMF mat? Um, I ended up sleeping on it one night. He ended up sleeping on it. It's 
such a nice tool to have. I lay on it virtually every night. They have a small version that's like for the chair, which I love, but it's smaller. The bigger version really is, I think, just if you can spring for it, uh, it's just a really nice thing to have in your home all year round. I use it all year, seriously, all year round. I can work out on it. I do mobility and Pilates. I have kind of a routine that I do that loosens up my spine and my hips and, and such. And so, it's a wonderful, wonderful mat to have, and it's by Higher Dose, and I've included the link here. You can use code Dr. Tina on most of these sites where I've included these affiliate links, and that will get you a significant discount. So I love my Pemp mat. I love my sauna. Those were my two big ones. And then making sure that I had my supplements ready, my medications ready, my little tools like my breathing device, my nebulizer, my sinus lavage, my pulse ox, my oxygen cans, all that jazz. I've included all of this for you here. Put it all in a plastic bin, put it somewhere that you can access it readily and make one for each household of people that you love and you will be ready for the winter crud. So I hope this was helpful. I will provide links to get the cheat sheet and some of the other things in the show notes, but all the links to everything I just mentioned are inside the cheat sheet. So you guys have the link there. If you have any questions that you want me to cover on the podcast, simply email us at podcast at drtina.com and my podcast producer will receive those and we he shows them all to me. Also, I'm on YouTube. If you guys wanna head over to YouTube, you can watch these videos there as well and so be sure to subscribe there so that you get notification when we post new videos because we're gonna be sending out a lot of content there soon. Very excited, working on it right now with my team and you guys will be happy that it's there. So be sure you're subscribed there. Be sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast player. And thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Tina Show. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Tina, that's D-R-T-Y-N-A and Dr. Tina 2.0, as well as visit my website at drtina.com. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and mixed by Chris McCone. The theme song is by John the Gilt. As always, you can email the show at podcast at drtina.com. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. See you next week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practices of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. I am a doctor, but I am not your doctor. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and the materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content on this podcast is intended not to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice from any medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. If you're looking to take back your health, it's time for you to listen to the Real Foodology podcast. From the producer of The Dr. Tina Show comes one of Apple Podcasts' top 10 nutrition shows hosted by integrative nutritionist and real food activist Courtney Swan. The Real Foodology podcast is on a mission to change the way we eat. Courtney interviews doctors, food experts, health professionals, and nutrition pioneers to bring you the best info so you can thrive. Somewhere along the way, we lost sight of how impactful our food choices are. But it's never too late to start on the path of better health choices. You'd be so surprised how resilient our bodies are when we start taking care of them. Yes, it's overwhelming, but that's why Courtney's here to help. She breaks it down for you and makes the information more accessible so that you can make more informed decisions in the grocery aisle or restaurant. 
Listen to the Real Foodology podcast today on your favorite podcast app.